its lesser view. The Gemara refers to the mission of the Andaf Pei Aleph, which taught, If an Andragonist who is a Kohen married a Yisraelis, his wife may eat Shuma. Rabbi Yechanan there explained that Rabbi Yisri holds Shuma b'zmana and she may eat Shuma because Rabbi Yisri holds that an Andragonist is a Vadi Zacher. He certainly has the status of a male, therefore his wife may eat Shuma like every Yeshua's Kohen because their marriage is valid. The Gemara cites a Brayse which clearly contradicts the Mishnah. The Tanya, Rabbi Yisri Aymer, Andragonist bear you b'fnei Asmael. He is physically a unique being, and the Chacham have not decided whether his halachic status is that of a male or a female. In other words, a Safik Zacher. The Gemara points out that in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yisri states his opinion together with Rabbi Shimon, and in the Bryce, Rabbi Yisri states his opinion by himself. The Gemara presents Amachlekis in how to reconcile these two versions of Rabbi Yisri's opinion. Amarav, the Bryce's version is accepted over the Mishnah's version. The Mishnah's version is accepted over the Bryce's version, as Rasha explains. Shmuel understands this to be a machlekis of the Mishnah and the Bryce, as to the opinion of Rabbi And although Shmuel chayish lechida, Shmuel usually follows even an individual opinion when it's lechuma, which in our case is the Bryce. However, he does not accept a Bryce when it contradicts the Mishnah. However, Rav holds, it's not a machlekis, because if it were, the Brysa would mention both Rabbi Yisi and Rabbi Shimon. Since it mentions only Rabbi Yisi, the Brysa, which came after the Mishnah, is telling us that Rabbi Yisi retracted his early position. Therefore, it is accepted over the Mishnah. The Gemara next presents three additional halachas for a total of four, where Rabbi Yisi and Rabbi Shimon stated an opinion together and rules about them. Amir Bey Rav Mishmed the Rav, halachak Rabbi Yisi ba'andreginis u'baharkava, the Gemara explains, Andragonus hadamar. Rav rules that the halacha follows Rabbi Yisri Rabbi Shimon regarding Andragonus, and that is considered a vade zacher. Ubahar kava. Mishnah Masech the Shviyas states, A noitin ve'im avrichin ve'im arkivin er Shviyas pachis mishleishim yoyim lefnei Rishashana. All these malachas of planting and grafting are also 30 days before Rishashana. Rashi explains, because it will take root during Shemitah. The Mishnah then presents a three-year as to the length of time of Kalita for the seed taking root. Tanakama, Shleishim Yom, 30 days, as explained earlier. Rehuda, Shleishim three days. Rabbi Yisrib Shimon, Shabbasis, two weeks. The Gemara explains that since all malachas of planting and grafting are already also 30 days before Shoshana because of Taisa Shviyas, the Mishnah is referring to before the 30 day period. Therefore, one must refrain from these malachas 30 days plus the days of Kalita for a total of 44, 33, 60 days respectively. Rav rules that the halacha follows Rabbi Yisrael Shimon in this matter regarding Harkava. Kaishi, labor pains. The halacha is that Dam Kaishi from labor pains is not considered Dam Ziva. The Mishnah Masech Nida presents a three-remach like as to the length of time the pain can be considered labor pains. Kami Kishua. It can last even 40 to 50 days. Rabbi Yehuda Aymer only in the ninth month. It cannot last more than two weeks. Shmuel rules that Allah Chafal in this matter. Kiddush. The Mishnah Masech disclaims states, Hareza Kiddush, the Mayor. 
If someone spread the vines of his vineyard over the grain of his neighbor, it becomes usher because of Kalaya Karim and they must pay for the loss. It does not become usher because one cannot render usher something that's not his. Tesis points out that this is only regarding Davar Talib Machshava, an issue that requires intent. And for Esaklaim, he must have intent to leave it there for a while. But if someone mixed a non-kosher piece of meat or poured milk into his friend's pot of kosher meat, it certainly becomes Asr. Shmuel rules that the Allah Chafaz Rebbe Shimon in this matter that Einodim Aisr Davar She'ena Shaloi. The Gemara continues to explain the mission of Pe'alf. The Be'udha Oimer. Tumtum Shinikra Venimtza Zachar. A tumtum who was opened and found to be a male may nevertheless not do chalitza because Rabbi Yudah holds that he is a vadesris and he is excluded from even chalitza. The Gemara links that incident where oilid sheva benin, he fathered seven children, apparently he's not a sris. Rabbi Yudah maintains his position and questions the paternity of those children. The Gemara cites a third opinion, that of Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Yehudah, that a tumtum shenikra benim tzazacher is a suffix res. The Mishnah concludes with Rebeleza Oimer, Andregnis chayevn lovskile kezacher. The Gemara cites in Darshan the Pasuk, Ve'ezacher leitishka mishke ve'isha. Psmai Oimer, Andregnis chayevn lovskile mishte mekoymes. He derives it from the word mishkeve, which indicates shnei mishkaves. However, Rebeleza holds that the word zacher indicates only mimokim echad. The Gemara adds, Zacher grade minalahu, Meve'es Zacher, Isha Shlagadarka minalahu, Mi'isha. The Gemara continues, Loyla kol amir v'leza andregin ezacher ma'al yuhu. Shemata oimer kein b'mokdashin yiktesh. V'leza only said that an andreginist is evadi zacher regarding some of the above mentioned halachas of a rise in marriage. But a behema, that is an andreginist, cannot become a carbon. Wherever the terrorist specifies Zachar Nekeva means a definite male or definite female, which excludes Tumtum Adreganus. However, regarding Karbana Sa'if, since the terrorist does not specify Zachar Nekeva, Tumtum Adreganus are not excluded. We have Baruch Hashem completed the 8th parak of Mesach Tzivamis, and we'll begin the 9th parak. Yesh Mutaris in the next daf as Rashem.